0: Hey, welcome back to Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you a thing about a thing. Uh, This is Josh coming at you live from my couch. Welcome to this episode. I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. Uh, A cool, cool person is on this episode with us this week. Um, The mysterious, illustrious... Uh, And very talented Charlie Virgo. So I'm very happy to have him. Uh, We get into a lot of things from uh, the mystery of a woman's body at one point to um, songwriting processes and uh, playing gigs around the world and why Little Rock, Arkansas uh, was two British men's favorite place they visited on a world tour. So it was quite an interesting conversation, um, and I'm excited for you to get into it. Uh, before we do that, rate and review the podcast because uh, this is a free podcast, and so it's the least you could do, and also it helps us, and we would really appreciate it. Uh, secondly, keep your eyes and ears peeled for ways to get involved in rebranding. We have... Uh, completed the first phase of rebranding which was uh getting suggestions from you the listeners on names for our podcast so the next step is to compile the best ones and have you vote on a name so that's exciting as well so keep your eyes open for that Uh, and i think that's all i have to tell you except how to get a hold of us so we have an email address it's here's a thingcast at gmail.com we are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Here's the Thingcast. And we are on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash Here's the Thingcast. Without further ado, meet Charlie Virgo. You want to say anything? What? You? Do you want to say anything? No. Okay. Bye. Hello, I just got a text message. Welcome to here's the thing. This is the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. My name's Josh. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. I'm still Tyler. Did, <laughs> we didn't. Did, did you say that because
1: there was supposed to be, we were supposed to hear that text come in? Because I didn't hear anything, so now you just sound like you're oversharing.
0: No, it just threw me off because I got a. There was a buzz right when I started. Okay, so, so you go, uh, bling,
2: and then yeah. go back and put that at the beginning. <laughs> Of your
0: audio i'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it now. Uh, the other voice that you heard just now was uh, do i do I introduce you by your your pseudonym or your real name? And people uh, either, won't know which I'm doing because
2: yeah, 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 I mean it could be anything. All
0: right, so I'm gonna introduce you as Charlie Virgo at the moment because uh, I have a story about the other. Um so we oh, yeah. have Charlie Virgo uh on the podcast with us as uh, a guest this week uh the band that played at my wedding reception the coolest band ever how's
2: it going i'm <laughs> uh, stoked to be here great it's good to gonna,
0: it's gonna have you on you, guys. Man. um so we're just gonna kick it for a second and we're gonna hang out and we're gonna talk a little bit uh should be a good episode um i got some uh i got some stories i'm sure tyler's got some stuff i'm sure she- I almost said it. I almost said it. I'm sure Charlie's got some stuff. Um, we'll start out. So the way we usually start this out is uh, we just kind of go over how our week was. So how's your week, man? Are you talking Who, to me? me? Yeah, sorry, you, you got Charlie. Specific... I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm used to there only being two people out here.
2: Uh, yeah, my week was. It was all right. It's been hot as balls down here. I don't know, Tyler. Uh, it, you're in West Virginia, right? Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Don't don't don't, don't
1: don't get them. Don't get them confused. <laughs> They're very
2: different. <laughs> totally different things. But, so different. is that considered uh, the South?
1: Uh, yeah. So it depends on who you ask. I mean, the Washington D.C. is an hour and hour and a half from where I live. Um, yeah. but you know, you go another hour no- south, and you're in North Carolina, which definitely considers themselves the South. So I'm in a weird spot. I'm south of the Mason-Dixon line. I mean, by definition, it's the South. You have a lot of country people out here. A lot of farm. But, you know, it, it depends on who you ask. It depends on what people want to be. It's a weird it's a weird situation. Virginia is like a hybrid. You've got mountains and beach. Uh, you know, our one-way is mountains. Our one-way is beach. Our one-way is nation's capital. It's just weird. It's a weird situation. Good place, sure. though. Yeah, Again, a nice not assortment ex- of uh, not,
2: not, activities to do, for yeah, sure. Not West Virginia. But, we like our cousins. Your, uh, we get along yeah. here. But we don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. This is like something only a
0: Virginian would get offended about. <laughs> I guess so. not West Virginia, bro.
1: Just, just okay. Just watch,
2: watch what you say. It's okay. It's fine. Hey, but what's the heat <laughs> index like? I uh, mean, it is it how is, dirty is your south?
1: Ken, <laughs> not West Virginia. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I'll tell you. Today you happen to be asking on a pretty hot one. I'm gonna pull it up. So we are looking at a uh 97 degree high today with a yeah yep with right now it feels like oh right now it's 92 but feels like 100 so that means by the time it's 97 our heat index we're probably going to be at the 110 115 mark so today especially is super hot i will say that doesn't happen uh consistently here in the next few days it's going to be hot but next week the highs are like 87 Eighty nine, you know, it'll be comfortable again. Eighty five. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it's Virginia's weird like that too. We get all four seasons, and then we get every element of that season. You know, you get it's it's, it's, it's got the variety pack all around, man. <laughs> so, wh- where are you? Where are you from? Because I don't know that I've I don't know that I know that.
2: Yeah, I'm hailing from Little Rock, Arkansas, which has a similar heat condition. This past week, so I've been uh, sweating it up. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I ran- your
1: humidity is probably high too right that's probably a big mm-hmm. part, part yeah. of it in
2: Arkansas sure thing yeah most definitely is I ride my skateboard to work my cruiser board so um Funny. I'm trying not to be soaked by the time I get there you yeah know that's what I mean?
1: tough it's good I mean physically it's a great decision you know it makes me think of, it makes me think of the uh, of the office do you watch the office I have
2: before it's been a while
1: yeah, I mean, it's a just I don't really care for it that much. It's whatever. <laughs> as I wear my, Wearing as I wear that my, T-shirt. My Dunder Mifflin T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, it, makes, it reminds me of uh, when Jim, Josh already knows where I'm going with this, I'm sure. But yeah. Jim starts riding his bike to work because <laughs> that's what the boss does. Jim comes in. He's like soaked in sweat. His armpits like super stained, soaked in sweat, comes in with his bike. It's kind of funny.
0: I just had a similar situation. Uh, my company just opened up a downtown office, which is awesome because instead of driving an hour and a half to work, I can walk 20 minutes from work Perfect. some days. So, and Cecilia works right around the corner, so we walked to work kind of together. Like We just you know, went to our respective buildings like within two blocks of each other. But it was really, really hot the other day when we walked, and I like carry a backpack. You know, it's got like, my laptop and everything in it. So I got to work, mm-hmm. and I took off my backpack, and my back was soaked. <laughs> with sweat from like carrying my backpack and it was a little embarrassing so there's had, like a there's an element of
1: manly there's like an element of manly ruggedness to that though i feel like like i wouldn't judge someone i would think that's kind of cool i would think maybe you should pack an extra shirt
2: mm-hmm. yeah there's a point where it gets too manly you know what i mean for like, the <laughs> well, small that musk, quarters
0: that musk is
2: intense mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well it's, it's good to have you on here man i'm really excited Uh, that you were able to make time for this. Um,
2: And I appreciate it. And you said you're from
1: Mississippi, right? Uh, I'm just kidding. uh, Oh, damn. (laughs)
2: That's about like West Virginia. Throwing shade. (laughs) Um, You know, Little Rock's all right, uh, you know, within the city of Little Rock, but you get about 15, 20 miles out, uh, it's not where you want to be. (laughs) <laughs> it's not, <that's> the best, <laughs> that, was, that was the best sum up. It's I mean, kind of think about think about Easy Rider. You know what I mean? Uh huh. All right. I I, I think <laughs> that final scene. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's <laughs> for maybe, anybody
0: that's still just at the edge of their seat, waiting to see the end of it.
2: Um, <laughs> they keep falling asleep the last twenty minutes. I don't.
0: I think Arkansas is maybe one of the states that I know the least about. I think, I think I drove through Little Rock one time when I was on tour. But I don't think we stopped there. I don't think we had anything. Like, I don't think we had any gigs there or anything. Um, yeah,
2: Little Rock's cool. Uh, I'll tell you uh, what. Uh, we had a couple guys from Great Britain. They actually um, they bought one of these tickets where you can go around the world and you can stay as long as you want at each place um, as long as you keep going the same direction.
0: Oh, right, yeah.
2: So these guys were on a trip like that. They've been out for like like a year and a half or something, you know, just a couple of like young bachelor guys experiencing the world. And they caught up with a friend of mine in L.A. that they uh, one of them went to school with for a semester in Oxford. And uh, they decided to drive with him. He was going to be their guide across the United States for the final leg of their trip. So he gets in touch with me It's like, hey, you mind if these guys crash on your couch for a day or two? like yeah totally and uh they're great guys ton of fun to have around um and they decided to stay two weeks in little rock so it wow. was a favorite place on oh, their crazy. whole worldwide tour so that is
1: pretty cool <laughs> i
2: mean not... it's uh you know we got like maybe half a million people um and so it's a pretty you know small and i mean that's the whole like a metropolitan area and the uh, the suburb, the suburbs as well. So, hmm. pretty small. You know, you can like uh, get to know people. Not a lot of traffic. So, yeah, it's pretty cozy. Well,
0: that's cool. Well, I'm gonna have to check it out then. That's
1: I'm
2: gonna have to come <laughs> visit Little Rock.
1: It's such a funny thought to me because I'm with Josh. It's not. I, I have no. I'm very oh. indifferent about Arkansas as a whole because we. I just don't. Other than the conundrum of why is it called Kansas versus. you know i know you've heard that your whole life but um but anyways uh that's crazy to think you're on a world tour and you're like i'm gonna park in little rock for two weeks this is like yeah i don't mean to lie i'm not belittling little rock it's just so funny like that 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 a city like that has so much more to offer i literally couldn't tell you the first thing about it i mean i know that charlie Virgo's out of there
2: um but (laughs) that's that's The extent of my knowledge <laughs> it is, it is little and it does belittle itself in a lot of ways, but uh, you know, within the city, there's a lot of really hip people, and um, you know, you can stick around there and have a great time. That's cool, man. And uh, I see, I grew up actually in the same town as Josh, right? Yep, Maryville, Indiana. Oh, um, that's right,
1: I remember some of that, that's crazy.
2: And so, when we when I found out we were moving to arkansas i for the first like two months of the discussion i w- thought it was arizona because i didn't even remember arkansas from geography so. oh that's dude, the it's, one i should have gone with dude it's funny <laughs> that you say that because
0: the abbreviation is a r for arkansas yeah. the abbreviation for arizona is az so there was actually like a, a couple week period where i thought you lived in arizona too like when we, were, when we just started <laughs> yeah. talking and then i was like oh shit i'm an idiot it's arkansas not arizona uh, yeah yeah i'm I'm with you there <laughs> well cool man but, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to make a trip down to little rock sometime and uh and
2: check it out yeah we'll we'll put you up man show you good time for sure
0: yeah sounds good <laughs> Tyler how's your week dude uh like I said man
1: it's kinda hot <laughs> for my liking, and I mainly say that because I do go into addicts uh for not my full time just job, as a but hobby. As part as just. <laughs> I'm not I am not so, afraid uh, to knock on a door and ask if I can go into an attic.
2: What do you guys got up here? <laughs> wow, cool. You gonna use this stuff? Old stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I just come down drenched in sweat. I'm like, wow, that is, guys,
2: that was you. quite an attic.
1: Thank you. You you <laughs> have yourself a great day. Thanks for letting me do that. <laughs> um, no, it's part of that's. But so yeah, I mean, talking about heat index when it's 90 degrees outside. And I'm about to go up in an attic. It's guaranteed. It's going to be 130, 140. So I'm not up there super long, but again, it's part of part of what I do. I won't go into deets, but part of what I do occasionally does leave me uh, in an attic space for 10, 15 minutes at a time. So if you want to drop water weight, forget pills. <laughs> just go up in an attic in the summertime in, and hang out for a little bit.
0: Start inspecting attics. Yep. You could like almost bake cookies in that temperature. You not could, really, I'm sure, but you you. Maybe if you had like a couple days to bake cookies, you could bake cookies in one hundred and forty degree temperatures. Yeah, I don't know anything about baking.
1: No, it didn't sound like you do. I think it's I think I, <laughs> I think I preheat my oven to like three fifty, four hundred. So okay, well. <laughs> Anyways, um, you there could was, warm hey, up there, some
2: leftovers nicely. Though. You could melt some chocolate, <laughs> indeed. Cheese, <laughs> even I would, I would wager. Yeah,
1: there was a thing on uh, the news about a lady who I guess cooked a. Pork roast in the windshield of her car on a really hot day. <laughs> so I guess she just—I I don't know if it was a necessity. But why? Why would you do that? Other I think than it was just to make because po- you can. Yeah. Well, I think it was to make a point of how hot. You know, it her was. car
0: smells like pork roast forever now. She's it's never going to be able to sell that car, and oh, this yeah. is a
2: bad thing. She's like, well, no, 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 no. This I is mean, <laughs> depending on your <laughs> point of view. I guess. Yeah. She's like, damn, She's it, I'm like, hungry.
1: I'm you, People are just always in drive-throughs. Whoever drive that car, they're always hungry. But. um... <laughs> I um the, my my week though as a whole is fun. It was good. I did a lot of a lot of travel things for work, and um now I've got a four day weekend, which is nice. super nice. Yeah. Nice. So I'm and I'm right in the middle of it now, right now. So I'm in a great mood. I still cool. got today, tomorrow,
0: and Monday left. Nice. Isn't that great? Gosh, must must be nice. Gosh, must be <laughs> nice to to inspect addicts for a living and then okay. have four day weekend.
1: First of all. Endless summer. I don't inspect <laughs> attics for a living. I'm just
2: kidding. Okay. <laughs> Strictly a hobby. Oh yeah, it's just a hobby. <laughs> I
1: forgot. No no no. Try to you try to pay me to inspect an attic.
2: <laughs> it's not gonna happen. That's that's oh, that one's for me.
0: Um, well, cool, man. Uh yeah, yep. You're gonna do some you gonna do some grilling out
1: this weekend? I am. I already have. Oh. That's how I that's how I kick things off, yeah. Yesterday. Sweet grilled uh, chicken and steak and brats and that's just where we start i mean mm. we're gonna keep the
0: party going did you guys take advantage of national hot dog day the other day i did I you guys didn't know, know that it was national hot dog day no i, I didn't oh, i don't sadly I'm no. disappointed i did I, I ate four hot dogs at national hot dog. do you, do you <laughs> have like a
1: special calendar where you keep up with all the days no, like, but
0: I do live in Chicago, so it's a big deal in Chicago. Okay.
1: Well, national I only ask because this is not. This is maybe the third or fourth time you brought up a national something day that I was completely oh. unaware of.
0: I just got my ear to the ground, Tyler. I I pay attention. I keep I keep my eyes open. My head on a <laughs> swivel. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs>
2: um, I, was trying I to will think tell of you more... something about because we are talking about my
1: the week and my job. So I do presentations at restaurants, right? We go to like five star restaurants and bring a bunch of people. We send out mailers. We bring a bunch of people into a room. We do a presentation. That's where our our company leads come from. So I gather those whoever is interested in our you know our line of uh, I, don't, you know, I won't go into all the details but Sounds anyways shiny. it's it's wait, I'm sorry what <laughs> nothing uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so. What's interesting though is the people that respond to these mailers sometimes. It's mm. it's it, you would not be able to do it cuz you would lose your mind sometimes. I
0: wouldn't. I s- I spent one day with you and I was like <laughs> I would well, murder somebody. I don't even do that, any- even do that anymore, really.
1: What you what you
0: were what I did with when you were
1: with me, what happens now mm. is uh, like people will come into a room clearly just there for a free meal cuz we do mm. give them a nice meal to be there. And they they don't even pretend to be interested. You know they'll be looking around, sometimes falling asleep. They're supposed to be taking notes, writing things down. They don't even touch their pen and their pen and note card. And then things are wrapped up. They get up and leave. Now that happens often. That's you're always going to get a couple of those per meeting, anyways.
2: Yeah. But I had don't one tip meeting. or nothing, huh?
1: I had. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I had mm-hmm. one meeting this week where the server afterwards is like. Well, that was an interesting group of people. We don't see uh, we don't see a group like that often, because it literally, people were coming out of the woodwork. And I'm not look, I'm not discriminating that much. <laughs> but it was I was look,
0: like, where is he going to take that sentence?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, look, I, I, it was just it's so crazy. Like it was kind of embarrassing. The people that our company was bringing into because we we mail out to a certain class of you know to a certain I shouldn't say class but you got to make X amount you got to own your home you know it doesn't right. make sense for us to get by you a nice 30 40 dollar plate of food otherwise and but anyways I had one meeting in particular where I promise you it like the room smelled like weed and alcohol <laughs> in this five star restaurant one of the <laughs> nicest restaurants we've ever been in and so the server's kind of like coming in and doing, doing her thing. She was really good, you know, and the whole time I'm thinking like we are, they are going to think that we are crazy people. So I did my whole presentation. It's never happened to me before. I got done. everybody just got up and left. Not, didn't get one response. Not a question. Not a, oh, no. not even, not even a single, nobody, not, not one. Yeah. You saw like that day that you were at, we went out to Christiansburg. We had 18 yeah. people to see from the night before.
0: Yeah, which was a nightmare anyway. It was. But. It was too much. <laughs> those people. Now, those people shouldn't have submitted they, forms. They
1: that was okay. Look, man, that was just exception. That was just a really. But those were really shitty people. That,
2: <laughs> I, so I, I it's agree. May on the pre-dinner smoke-up. <sighs> <out. laughs>
1: right. Yeah, I, I guess that's what Tyler's saying. Who would have know?
2: Well.
1: I, I, I mean, it's just like the next meeting. Everything was fine. We had, you know, five or six people. We went and saw them, got them all set up. It was great, but it was just really interesting to have that in that rest,
0: that type of restaurant to have that group. I don't know why I'm well, going in. I don't know if that's it's a interesting. bunch of old people. Maybe they all have glaucoma. <laughs> Maybe we can go. And we can so- roll with that.
1: I don't know if this is interesting information to anybody, <laughs> but when I was thinking about my week, like the highs and lows, that was definitely, um, that was definitely
2: something.
0: I like the idea of old people just, like, token up together.
2: They got nothing to do. Just, like,
0: all getting together and just yeah, hot boxing. It's, and the, the table, the room is
1: small. The table's in a horseshoe. It would be a perfect scenario just to puff and pass, you know, keep that going the whole. I, I
2: you just know, one love guy always forgets, and he, he forgets to pass it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one. I just did. Fucking Frank. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> always hogs it.
1: <laughs> oh bogart uh, frank you yeah have, like gertrude across the table it's like pass the joint frank <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: he's man. been doing this since the 40s <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's been doing he's been doing this since 47 <laughs> uh ever since reefer madness came out Is that, have you guys seen that <laughs> uh, oh, no it's that it's that propaganda film um that they they put out about weed it was like I think they, they put it out in like the 30s or 40s. I don't know when like talking pictures started, but like way back when it was like Talkies. this. Huge, yeah, it was this huge propaganda film. And like it was when they were trying to pass legislation to make marijuana illegal. And like that's a whole thing. Like there's no reason marijuana should be illegal. But like it was like part of the propaganda program to like push that. And yeah, it's called Reefer Madness and it's, mm. it's very comical. Okay. <laughs> they didn't mean it to be, but it's very comical. Like
1: Sharkna- like Sharknado. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I like, feel like I feel like there's a little bit of tongue in cheek with Sharknado, even. Yeah, they're like there, we know this is. is corny, but you know. Well, but by, by the Manus time was number was like, two
1: came out, for sure, I think number one, there are elements of there's there's elements of let's try and make this like a real thing.
0: Yeah, I think I feel like maybe there was. It's a totally plausible concept. <laughs> you just better hope there's no tornadoes over the. the sea, I watched. The open I watched sea. half
1: of number two. I never saw three. I think there's three now, right? Yep, I've
0: yeah, seen them all. Saw... They're great. Really? Yeah,
1: they're they're they're. I great. just can't. I think my problem with continuing to watch is like, where else? What else can they do? do? They really. I feel like even in number one, they really exhausted the the sharks being
0: thrown on land by tornado idea. Yeah, but then there was like bigger sharks. <laughs> That's so. what you got? Really? Yeah, they're but like yeah. giant sharks now. <laughs> they just every So every it's an movie. even bigger tornado cuz it's got to carry a bigger shark. <laughs> and then there was like yeah, it it just gets crazier and crazier. It's just it's <laughs> a lot more of the same but it's all good. It is pretty funny stuff, man. I'm, I'm assuming like B- movie.
1: I'm assuming uh that you have not seen Sharknado charlie charlie virgo
2: but but someone once told me you know anytime you think you've got a bad idea just remember someone in a conference room everyone's wearing suits suggests the idea for a new show how about sharks in a tornado and someone <laughs> said yeah let's put some money behind that
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah sad. i like that too so, <laughs> I, no I bad that, ideas i have that thought so many times i'm like Somebody had to pitch this idea first. <laughs> well, before this ever became a thing, we talked. Somebody about this. pitched this. We yeah, we talk
1: about this a lot.
0: And then somebody else was like, "You know what, Bob? That's an amazing idea. <laughs> We're gonna. That's it. That's the idea. All right, everybody, go home for the day. We're done. And yeah, then we get things like Sharknado. It's so. the map song. It's the map song conundrum. It is. let's write this
2: up can we get anyone from the 90210 series please god (laughs) any any
0: stars from the late 90s that would be interested
2: (laughs) uh yeah
0: i if listen listeners if you have not seen sharknado go see it it's pretty good (laughs) um okay my week was pretty uneventful cecilia left me uh and so i'm very sad (laughs) not (laughs) not permanently uh, just for easy a few come, days. Easy come, easy go. I guess. <laughs> Good while it lasted. Uh, I got the apartment, as you guys can see. Um, so, uh, no, she. <laughs> her her friend is uh, getting married in September, so she is in San Francisco for their bachelorette trip thing. Um, so yeah, I'm a I'm a sort of bachelor for like four days. So house hotel. I have been eating the worst possible things um, (laughs) and doing nothing really except working and laying on the couch and watching TV and playing video games. So So true to best for life, man. It's depressing, really. Like, I'm I'm not like I'm not super lethargic all the time when Cecilia's around, even if we're not doing anything together. I don't know. There's just something about like she's out of town and like I haven't been able to talk to her much because she's like busy doing that stuff and so i really have no motivation to do anything really i'm supposed to be practicing some songs to play in church tomorrow and i like i haven't done it yet yeah one more
2: episode (laughs) so
0: you know who knows um yeah that's i mean that's my week uh our weather here has not been terrible we've gotten a lot of rain but it's not hot so cool there you go this has been what's your weather uh and we'll see you guys <laughs> lamest uh, podcast <laughs> of all time we just like to bring a guest
1: on and see how the weather was that week in their area <laughs> okay but you know
0: you know there is a podcast like that there has to be a oh podcast i'm sure about i mean there's a fucking <laughs> weather channel tyler there's got to be a podcast about it oh um, no, man all right like so, i was
1: gonna i was gonna go on my weather app and see what the weather was like in little rock this week but instead i was like let's bring a guest on and just ask him Let's just see. Perfect. It's much more exciting is. that way.
0: You get a little bit of the local flavor at the same time. It's I mean, my right, my weather right. app doesn't say hot as balls. So, actually, <laughs> you know what? That's
1: not true. Uh, okay, leave. I, mean, I really got to follow Wait that a minute. Up.
0: Are you going to tell me that there's a weather app that says hot as balls because okay. I will download it right now. There is an app called <laughs> W a weasel today. It's fucking hot.
1: So when you open up the weather app, it tells you... So this just said, Mother Nature is being a total twat weasel today. It's fucking hot. <laughs> what, it's called, what app is it's this? It's called
0: WT Forecast. So it's WTF Forecast. Oh, what the forecast? Okay. WT, WT Forecast. There it is. I'm downloading it right now. I love it. <laughs> I mean,
1: I don't know why I didn't bring this up on the podcast before. I've had it for a while. But what happens is every time you open up your app it gives you like a different little um it says oh
0: snakes like this weather are you a fucking snake
1: <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a little tidbit about your um, okay but you've got to
0: turn on expletives cuz at first uh, it gives you options <laughs> He uh, said he said if you see grammatical errors please email me and tell me i'm a loser that can't write well oh really <laughs> yeah
2: oh that's funny stands beside his work that's good um
1: i love this so it's just ironic that
0: today the sun is going to enter your mouth and come exploding out your ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you said if there's a weather app that actually <laughs> swears and I was like, you know what? I have one of those. I love it.
2: <laughs> I think I hear that when I'm calling in sick. I'm well <laughs> couch it.
0: Uh I'm never using uh weather channel again for sure. No. <laughs> now the funny thing
1: about it though is like the the, uh the graphics are kind of cool you know you got the moving background and then um it's actually a really good forecast like when you go up when you scroll and kind of look at the details and stuff your play-by-play and then the humidity 49% humidity that's actually not that bad
2: <laughs> Guys, dew point
1: sixty nine degrees. I mean, six mile an hour winds. Uh, temperature aside, it's not a bad day. All right, we now we've spent Sounds too like long talking dream. about. Yeah. Weather. <laughs> now that was it. If you say dew point on your podcast, you've gone too far.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> probably a bad podcast. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to jump into this you, week's episode. You probably, to
1: be fair to listeners, I'm sorry, last time I'm, gonna cut, last time I'm going to cut you off. Yeah, <laughs>
0: to be fair to listeners, you need to maybe
1: give them a, uh, a t- um, I'm blanking, a, a mark, a time mark, a, a timestamp, timestamp, Oh, uh, uh, of like if you don't want to hear a sweet ass intro about weather and Sharknado, then the good stuff starts at 25 minutes.
0: You know, what? I'm going to mark down 25 minutes. But I'm not. I'm not sure whether I want to tell people to skip all of that gold.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm sold on. It I'm. Yet. I'm speaking for the people. Post. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, so let the record show. I. If if okay. you don't. You better not edit this out because I want to be. Tyler... the killer. I want people to get to this point and be like, "Damn it, John! She told you to do it." <laughs> Tyler, just, at least, I'm never getting. I'm never getting back that 25 minutes of my life. <laughs> uh, All
2: right, so okay, we said
0: it. we've got Charlie Virgo uh, on the podcast with us, but surprise, uh, that's not a real person's name, or it may be, but it's not this person's name.
2: Uh, it is actually. Uh, there's a guy who found me from Scotland. Charlie Virgo, and I saw one day on my Facebook page, Charlie Virgo likes Charlie Virgo, and that Charlie my day. That is yeah. awesome.
0: That caused a, <laughs> rift in, a rift in the space-time continuum. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah, Josh, spinning off on an alternate reality. You were reality. wrong,
1: Josh. <laughs> I
0: try to represent oh, him well.
2: <laughs> All, right. All right, let's well, just let's just start it over. Well, there my whole theory let's about just... that not being a real person's <laughs> name. He's like, guys, um, trust me.
1: There's no one named Charlie Virgo out there. It's mm-hmm. impossible. And you got a guy that's like, excuse me, to auto- oh, I, can't, I can't even start that. <laughs> what
2: was that? No, that was actually correct because he's originally from the Middle East. He just oh. moved to Scotland. So you nailed it, man.
0: Oh, uh, so Middle East, Middle Eastern Scottishman.
2: <laughs> Scottish yeah, right. yeah.
0: Oh man. All right. So that's at least not the person's
2: name for really. Oh, you know what is podcast, Virgo? Is that Egyptian? Egyptian. Uh, uh, well, from your accent, could... Yeah, possibly.
1: <laughs> it almost seems like, though, now that that name... I mean, I see it as a... Um, I see it as a... a
0: um, uh, fuck, dude. Astrology? Song? Astrology!
1: I kept wanting to say... There
0: you go.
1: Something else with the A-S. um, Not... Uh, anyways, that's where my mind goes.
2: Okay. So I
1: guess my question why we're on the subject of the name is how did you come up with it?
2: Well, um, there's actually even yet another guy named Charlie Virgo, but he spells his <laughs> V E R G O. Uh, old black man in Memphis has a little barbecue joint. Delicious barbecue. Um, my mom is a very straight laced, uh, conservative woman, yet she did have some wild times um, with, uh, apparently Dean Martin and, um, what? I was actually conceived in this little alleyway in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, where Wait, are you going to tell me Dean at, Martin I'm is sure, your
1: father? Cause that's going to blow
2: my mind. Upside down. <laughs> uh, she saw this Charlie Virgo's rendezvous, <laughs> which is a restaurant. So it stuck. She never told me that story until just recently. So it's, uh. That was it. Seemed like a great band name.
0: Okay, (laughs) I I have to say if that if that story is true, that's amazing. (laughs) I never know whether to believe if you're
2: being serious or not, though. So, I mean, you live a life that's unbelievable. It's hard to tell the stories, you know. I mean, that's fair.
0: That's fair. (laughs) Uh, So the the real name of the person that we've got on the podcast with us is actually Sean Uh, Sean Hartman uh, from Little Rock are kansas um and that's the correct pronunciation perfect
2: thank you for (laughs) finally getting it right someone
0: you know i feel like somebody needs to do it sean and if we're not going (laughs) to do it on this podcast who's going to do it you know what
2: i mean yeah i appreciate that setting the record straight yeah
0: so um i I think i've told the story on the podcast before of how uh i found your music and then cecilia and i came and saw you and thought you were super cool um, so then when we got engaged, I reached back out and asked if you'd play at the reception. You were kind enough to say yes. Uh, and then uh, you did. And it was awesome. And you fucking yeah. nailed it. And it was great. It was great. Um, Wonderful so, experience. For I'm really happy that we had we got to have you out. Uh, so I'm kind of curious, though, like kind of where. So you, you describe yourself as like a, um, I think I'm remembering this correctly, like a punk Frank Sinatra
2: sort of of
0: thing which i think is the most apt description for your music i like
1: now that now that i know dean martin is his father it all makes
0: sense yeah it does not have the same
2: ring to it though you know
0: yeah (laughs) so um i think that's a perfect description i like i was trying to describe your music before i heard that description from you to people and i was like i was saying like there's a little bit of punk a little bit of blues little bit of like crooner you know like all kind of mixed together and it's like this different thing that's like weird and cool and you know like not really something you've heard before so i think that's a perfect description of punk frank sinatra so like what i'm wondering is like how early did you start playing music and like what were your influences like when you first started playing and did you plan on like when you first started playing did you plan on starting a band and like doing stuff or was it just kind of for fun or or what
2: yeah well I mean you know um, influences I mean gotta say uh, you know Judy Garland Barbra Streisand Lilius White Patti LaPone. I mean we play everything though you know I mean uh, Ocean Funk Afro Peanut Philadelphia Fizz Space Mataz Turquoise Bossa Nova bathroom graffiti I mean you know to put it in a nutshell somewhere between Donkey Kong and Beethoven gotta say <laughs> cool you but, said a uh, lot of stuff that i don't know <laughs> that's the greatest line It's the greatest <laughs> sentence i've ever heard in my life
1: from the start <laughs> to the very last word
2: but i mean I'm, i appreciate you you don't you know like uh we'll get a lot of the usual questions you know what was your childhood like what did your dad do he drank okay so you know thanks for bringing that up Cool. again and again but <laughs> I feel like here we can delve into some deeper territory, you know, the, the sordid sorted origins of Charlie Virgo, yeah. if you will. Yeah, we like to get deep. Yeah. So we actually started as like a pre-post-match entertainment for uh, some of those old wash the Donkey wrestling matches back in the day. You guys ever hear those old wash the Donkey matches?
1: I uh, have no okay, idea. Okay,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound stupid if that's not really a thing, but I feel like I've heard of... of something similar to that, if not that.
2: Yeah, well, let me give you a little history. So, Since the dawn of the human race, you know, man has fought and wrestled for money, prizes, glory, to prove who's the best, the toughest. And while it's true that modern pro wrestling, as we know it evolved from a uniquely American art form, there have been many styles of wrestling in many countries around the world as well. Texas was a wild territory where anything went. The bloodier, the better. And many stipulation matches were created there. Everything from Paul Bosch's famous loser washes a donkey match, to Dory Funk Sir's ultimate creation, the Texas death match. In the Northeast, the biggest population center in the US filled with immigrants. There was a formula of ethnic babyface, you know, Italians, Hispanics, battling huge monster villains, and actual wrestling was often pushed to the back burner. In the Crockett Promotions Mid-Atlantic region, the Cadillac of NWA territories, it was about bringing in the very best in ring workers. And the ideal led to the rise of talent like Ric Flair, the Anderson brothers, Ricky Steamboat, and yours truly, Charlie Burgon. I've heard of all those people. (laughs) Checks out so far. You're up on your wrestling, my friend. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, that's a part, a small part of the story. All right.
0: Very cool. (laughs) Uh, So, has it, so it's been, um, ironically, in the band, it's Sean and Sean uh has it has it always been sean and sean like since the beginning
2: um yeah yeah that was just destiny we um we we had a band uh a four piece called notion and sean was the drummer in that and we started getting on the road and we tended to be the only ones on the road so we'd have to hurry up and and, uh try to figure out how to make things a four piece work as a two piece. And eventually it said, uh, fuck it, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it looks like it's, it's the two of us. Like let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do it the easy way.
0: Cool. Okay. So that was actually one of my next questions. Like how much of a struggle is it? Because, okay. So if you go to a Charlie Virgo show listeners, like a two piece band sounds like a weird concept because you don't see that very much. But it doesn't like once you get into the show, it doesn't feel like a two piece band. Um I mean that as a compliment. Like it, it like it's a very full sound. You don't like really think about the fact that there's only a guitar and a drum. Uh but like walking into it and just seeing one guy with a guitar, one guy with a drum, you're like, What's going on? Did half the band forget to show up? So like
2: how... as was the case with the old man. Right, exactly. So how much of a
0: I guess it was out of necessity from what you're saying, but like how much of a struggle is it to like to put together music and and then perform it as a two piece band because it's not like I've I've seen you play guitar. You're not like just kind of strumming things out. Like you're working. Um (laughs) so like how much of a struggle is it to make that actually
2: work as like a sound? Uh you know, it took a little while to get up to that skill level, but um I actually appreciate the simplicity of it because I hear songs with, with with big arrangements and then um to be forced to strip that down to the bare elements is uh it's a good part of the creative process i think
1: well that's 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 so cool that's an art in itself because so many people so many artists they and this is the kind of music that josh and i i think dislike it's so many people add you know you just keep adding all these beats and all these extras and these synthetics which i think synthetic i think synthesizers have a place in music obviously but there is an art to taking all of that and stripping it down and saying, what can I take at a minimum and make, like, pure just music?
2: Yeah, it's easy to get carried away, for yeah. sure.
1: And I think and a lot of can't... that is I, – I, look, that speaks a lot to your talent. I mean, especially I've heard you live now, so I get to say that. It speaks a lot to your talent. I think the more orchestration, the more, you know, the more uh, – I'm trying to think. What's that? What's that? 808 drum. The more whatever you have in the background, like to mask your vocals or whatever it is you're doing, I think it's, it's stripping away artistry. You know, so it speaks to your talent when you can strip it down and still create something awesome.
2: <clears throat> yeah, it's always cool to do, but I mean, you guys, when you guys played that that full arrangement was spot on. What well, we're
1: we're right oh, now. Thanks, the, one of the differences though, like for us, is we are. I mean, unfortunately, I think we'd consider ourselves a cover band, kind of. Yeah, pretty um, much. Because that's all we've done so far. Now, we've written some... We,
0: we tossed in a couple of originals here and there, but for the most right. part, it's covers. Yeah. So
1: for us, you know, we can't do, like that night, we did a 90s theme, you know, we can't do All Star or Closing Time or any of those. We can't, we really, we, we could, I shouldn't say we can't, but if we want to do them justice, you know, a full, a full piece is, four piece or five piece, I guess, what we have, mm-hmm. um, is kind of the, it's kind of essential. Yeah, or I mean, let's yeah. say what, we we started out though. I mean, we started out with what a ca- a cajon and an acoustic guitar. Josh and I used to mess around. We'd yeah. cover some stuff with a, a cajon and acoustic. You could do any song that way, but you know, to beef it up and to actually put a band behind it is kind of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, which doubt. is that's like that's why I was so curious because it really doesn't like it is such a it's a full sound when like when you go and see Charlie Virgo like there's there's enough sound to where you don't necessarily think like, if you just heard it, like if I just played your music, Sean, for somebody, I don't think anybody would be like, Oh my God, that's only a guitar and a drum. But um, cause there's enough, like, it's a very full sound, but uh, it's just, it's impressive with, with a two piece and some vocals.
2: So. I met this guy from uh, San Francisco. Uh, the band's name is Two Galants and there are two pieces like that and he's the one that that told me the technique i saw him actually in chicago uh oh. at shubas and uh he you know after the show we talked for a bit and i was like how'd you get that sound he was, just told me the whole diagram you know That's cool. split the signal to the bass to the guitar eq it out so were the separate elements and then it's yours you know so do you loop a lot too uh yeah here and there okay
0: because I, I was wondering about that too. Yeah, like I, I feel like that takes a lot of pra- that has to take a lot of practice. I don't, I don't feel like I could like do that very well.
2: It was like, like Celine Neon, like they're sure. playing to a click track the whole time. Right, you know, right. the drummer's got to hear everything, and we are, uh, we've gotten very used to bad sound arrangements. That that thing at the space was uh, just luxurious. I don't know about <laughs> you, but uh, that yeah, was that, pretty nice. Yeah, I mean we don't get treatment like that, you know. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and uh, so
0: well the the first time Cecilia and I saw you was at uh a club that's not even open anymore. Um Double Door.
2: Yeah, that was such a great. Uh, venue that was a, too.
0: That was a cool little spot. <clears throat> but yeah, and then like um Yeah, that's that's going to be a struggle too. Like I, so are you because with with our like with our reception uh we were kind of backlining that whole thing like for my band and your band yeah but do you usually travel with like all of your own equipment lug it in and so like you can make it as consistent as possible or are you backlining most of the time
2: Mm, yeah no it's it's rarely consistent i mean even if we have our own equipment it sounds different in each room so um yeah we try to backline if ever possible especially on the road and so I just uh, I'm not concerned about the sound of the guitar so it's going to be different each time like I'll gladly play someone else's axe and through their rig and uh, so I don't know it's kind of fun to see what it's going to sound like at any given <laughs> night um, well, that's, I enjoy that. That's, it's funny you say that because <clears throat> so many artists
1: or even quote-unquote artists are so picky about that, and I think that can come back to bite you because you're going to be so unhappy at so many different venues. During Josh's reception, you had a guitar string pop, which is like a obviously just a nightmare when you're mid-performance
2: and something like that happens. <laughs> I do but, have actual nightmares about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wait, but I don't. You, I don't think I. I don't think I knew that happened.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's that, because like, that sound guy was so smooth. He, look, he came up and, and switched it out. No, that was and, actually,
1: uh, well, that was actually our guitarist, Samuel. Oh, yeah.
2: That's what oh, happened well.
1: there. So look, that's what I was going to say. It was so, it, that, that's what I was, that's the point I was making though, Josh. Like, it was perfect. Like, I was sitting right there side stage. So, you know, we saw it happen. I actually know it. I don't even know that I noticed it happen. But Samuel, being Sam, I mean, he's like a keen guitarist. He yeah. immediately jumped up. He grabbed his guitar and handed it to him. And uh dude, super smooth, like oh, he awesome. yeah, he like uh Sean went right back into right back into his song, and everything was super smooth, and I was thinking like, dude, that's pretty badass adaptability right there, I mean it was pretty good stuff, um
2: uh, big props to Sam,
1: yeah, yeah, no, that, that was that was cool he he came back to the you. table and he was like, dude, I always have um spare strings, and I don't have them with me, otherwise I'd go string his guitar for him and get it get it you know back in action, but so I think did okay. you use his the rest of the show?
2: Uh, no, you know, so that was, that was the thing. So I guess Sam handed me a new guitar. I played one song and then the sound guy was like, Hey, I got you a new string on your other oh, guitar. Oh, oh, so the sound guy came and, I was like, and restrung What you. Sound guys do that? No way. <laughs> no, those guys. I thought, they, look, I thought they sleep on their desk in the back.
1: <laughs> those guys, I'll tell you, man, like when we were playing, cause our, our first of all, I'm, I don't know if we, it's going to, st- I mean, it is an excuse, but it's true. Like our band didn't get to practice. Like what you heard that night was a collaboration and from separate states we had practiced yeah, this, before. Yeah. It was quite a feat. Yeah, we would practiced before, a couple <laughs> months before. And then we just came together, and we did a quick huddle in a back room. We didn't talk really even about the set. We were just like, all right, guys, let's have fun. Let's do this thing. So <laughs> we, um, we kind of just came together. But anyways, um, so I was up there, and I was kind of nervous because you know we hadn't really gotten to, to re- really practice like a band normally practices before playing the grooms, the, the lead singer who's the groom, playing his wedding. I feel like, you know – you would normally probably put a little bit more into it than we had a chance to. Not that we didn't want to, we just couldn't. Yeah. You know? Anyways, uh, but every time a keyboard solo came up, like on All Star or um, Closing Time, the guys were adjusting. I don't know if you noticed that, Josh, but the guys were actually adjusting the sound for me. I didn't know how to work that keyboard. It was yeah. foreign to me. I don't, it's maybe a Roland. I don't know what it was. But um, the, uh, yeah, the guys were, like when that All Star solo came up, Maybe like one note in, it changes from the keys to that. Like, yep. and uh, that was super cool because I was thinking, like, who not only were they on it, they knew like what sound would be, you know, yep. would be cool in that moment. I wasn't even mad about it. You know, like, as a musician, you know, again, we can be. You know, little bitches about things, but like, <laughs> but for him to change up the sound, it was really cool. And then, yeah. as soon as the solo was up, he like went back to the keys again, and it was just regular keys. And yeah. he did it on uh, closing time too. He threw some like strings on there,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. That
1: that little change. So it was really, it was pretty cool, man. And I, we were definitely spoiled. They had fog going in there for a while. They had the lights; <laughs> lights were on on point. It was pretty, it was pretty good stuff, man.
2: Yeah, yeah Matt was well, on top of it for sure. I'm I'm impressed that you guys. Did it with such little rehearsal because it was it was very tight. Um and I mean Tyler, you even had a whole nother situation going on uh that was impressive to get through. Uh <laughs> I, I know where you're <laughs> you, you know, Josh that. you know <laughs> Josh told me about the worst man competition when we were just kind of shooting the shit at the Elber Room show, you yeah. know. So man. the whole night at the reception I'm, I really didn't think I'm wondering, was gonna come. I'm up. you know, I gotta wonder <laughs> who ended up in the thong, you know. <laughs> so as I meet each member of the wedding party. Shake his hand, you know. Look you can him tell in the by eye. the
1: grip of the handshake. Like no, just look most, him in the eye. In check the for the shame,
2: pain. you know. Check for that shame. Which I must admit, Tyler, you hit very well. I because I, I, I didn't try. figure it out until the end of the night. I mean, even as y'all performed, you were all so loose and uninhibited that I thought, <laughs> hell, maybe they all wore panties in solidarity. You know.
0: Uh, yeah, we just
2: we just all decided to go for it. <laughs> but there was a point. Uh, when uh tyler kind of stepped away from the crowd and let me know his secret not not uh in words mind you but there was there was a moment and i i just wondered tyler if there was it did you get like a sense like uh, i'm i'm caught like i'm found out was there a moment in the night when you were like somebody knows <laughs> <laughs> well i
1: think what ended up happening is more people ended up knowing than. I thought was going to be, was going to know because word just travels like that. And it wasn't that many people. The word got out. I think that's what happened. I think word started leaking a little bit. And then uh, like even the pastor, even um, Josh's pastor, who performed the ceremony. At some point he made a comment to me.
2: Really? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I'm like, Hey buddy, I heard you. uh, I don't Uh, even know. He made like a little joke and I was like, what?
2: So you knew you were caught. Yeah. But, uh, there was a, a moment for me when, uh, you know, after you guys performed, um, and the the quote unquote DJ, which was actually actually this wonderful sound guy Matt, who was a great sound guy, but as a DJ, that's a totally different job. You know, I don't think he had the same motivation there to rock the crowd as you know he'd already that's done true. his time. He was you know maybe looking to get off early. So <laughs> as he was spinning all the hits that he hoped would make us leave. <laughs> Um, But I think much to his chagrin, you know, with every lame-ass tune he threw at us, we danced all the harder we so. did dude right. you know
1: what it's funny i i it's funny you say that because i went up to him a few times i was like hey man you should play like like because I, I told josh this too like i really want to like, it's always fun to start off you know cupid shuffle or you know something oh. that gets people going i don't care even the wobble throw it in there like something sure, yeah little instructional thing but it gets people on the those are the dances that get people even the non-dancers are like
0: well i can do the, the even the idiots. those can are the do dances this. that get me on the floor and, and I he's like
2: dance. oh oh hurt by nine inch nails yes it's coming right
1: up <laughs> 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 yeah, you're like, you can't start off that, that DJ set with Sweet Caroline. That's definitely not a good sign. You can't. No. Like, no you. I'll,
0: I will <laughs> tell you guys this. Um, we had my set up a, a sound, like a, not a sound list, a playlist. Um, and we had it all set. It was on Cecilia's, uh, I think on her iPad. And we handed it off to them, but we were missing an adapter to make that work oh, with their wow. sound system so yeah like we like we had a playlist all set uh and then at the last minute we had to we had to just rely on matt's dj instincts <laughs> yeah
2: so, i mean great sound guy but i kind of feel like yeah he, good sound played, guy not uh, the not the best he, dj he might Shana- have disregarded your playlist anyway <laughs> i <because> will say
1: <laughs> i will say when he played shania twain's man i feel like a Woman," which Again, probably doesn't belong at a wedding reception dance.
0: I'm going to be honest. I got a little excited, though.
1: Well, that was that was my coming out moment. That was uh, that was because it was kind of towards the very end. So I was like, you know what? We're already at this point. So when she said, man, I feel like a woman at the last course, that's when (laughs) I jumped out in the crowd and pulled my pink thong strings out and let the world know what was happening. Anybody oh, wow. see,
2: I didn't even see that. Yeah, any uh.
1: anybody that wasn't up to speed at that point. I, I regret it in hindsight because most of those people didn't know the backstory. I feel <laughs> like that's necessary.
2: <laughs> so so it's for most me, of the crowd. For me, there was a a moment, Tyler, when when you began to twerk. And when I saw the expression on your face, uh, the struggle for resistance, I I knew you had been overcome. I knew that our friend Tyler was no longer in control. In this moment, as those ass cheeks jiggled, it was clear to see that the thong was definitely calling the shots.
1: Mm.
2: So when I heard you guys talk about it on the podcast, I completely understood why you bailed on that gay man's game of chicken you were playing with your newfound friend. Remember, you got, <laughs> he asked you to wear the thong to bed, which is a hilarious joke, of course. <laughs> and even funnier for you to call his bluff, but when he held out, I mean, you just, you know, you had to bail because... Yeah, if the thong could play you like a puppet on the dance floor, there's no telling what could happen <laughs> yeah. in the night. You know,
0: <laughs> what a little alcohol and a comfy bed would <laughs> do.
1: Oh my gosh, I can't believe what I, mean, ha- uh, I can't believe this
2: is happening right now. This is about you, <laughs> man. This is about you. Don't make this about me. Well, yeah. So about I mean, didn't you guys always wish you were gay like I did? I mean, uh, I
0: mean uh, it's just to... Uh, I'm going to say, maybe if I'm honest, there's a few minutes in college or you know, whatever.
1: Dude, there was, there's, to be gay, there'd be so many more opportunity, opportunities. Like if you think about like back in college, what, oh yeah. What actually we kind of knew some people in that situation. Oh yeah,
0: totally. So, but, Sean, for context, Tyler and I, I think the listeners kind of have a sort of an idea, but for context, Tyler and I went to a very, very s- strict, you know what it's like cuz I think you grew up similarly but we went to a very very strict uh Christian college. Mm. And so there were no co-ed dorms, there was really no co-ed anything. You could barely spend time with the opposite sex anyway. Um but so like it to to "quote unquote" misbehave at all was a feat at this college. Uh so yeah, if you were gay at this college, which a few of our friends were, um, then yeah, it was I mean. like it was
2: fantastic it
0: was great <laughs> it was
1: literally just heaven on earth that's
2: yeah. what i always thought if i could just will myself to find the male body attractive i mean my career <laughs> in entertainment come on my taste for fine dining i know The clothes the furniture <laughs> so many things would be better not to mention the sex my god the sex i mean <laughs> yeah come just on all guys. the, the male libido yeah. you kidding me <laughs> i would t- I, you know i used to tell myself all the time man if i could fuck dudes i'd be getting laid all the time <laughs> you know what i'm saying and you know what the best part
0: about it would be? Is you'd know exactly what you're doing. There would be no guesswork.
2: <laughs> Very true. I, the female Very body true. is so mysterious, you know. Uh, and, and women are so prudent. But. Right. But then I realized, anyway. you know, they're actually not. Uh, and you know what the key is, my friends.
0: I feel like I know what the key is, Sean, but I'm going to let you tell
2: me. Okay. Uh, you were probably going to say, just like me, masturbation, abstination, right? Okay, that's not what I was going to say, but I I like where you're going. (laughs) Well, it's the hardest thing in the world to abstain from, for sure. I mean, much harder than real sex. Real sex is hard to initiate, can be sabotaged so easily at any step along the way. It's true. It's a very delicate magnetism between two potential lovers. But masturbation is effortless. It's so quick that uh, it can be achieved in an instant and has probably, regrettably, been done in any possible environment imaginable. So... Also true. Definitely one of the hardest things, one of the hardest habits in the world to kick. But if you can achieve this, for all you young listeners out there, <laughs> if you can achieve this, you will carry with you an energy that is irresistible to women and men, I would, I would guess. And I really don't think it matters what you look like. The pheromones that are generated with that kind of willpower are so powerful and so invisible that, uh, they're just completely, um, people can, people can feel it in the air when you walk into the room,
0: hmm.
2: but, um, uh, This is, this
1: is some of the most interesting conversation I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I
0: don't, man, that's, I, I feel like, like you're making a good
2: point there. Is there, is there young actual, young is there
1: actual scientific backing to that or are you just uh, being, well, are you just being super smooth right now?
2: Um, I mean, I don't know that anyone studied it, but I, I would definitely, uh, donate to whatever grant they're putting out <laughs> there for this kind of research. All <laughs> right. Okay, we'll get Certainly something rolling. Sub- we'll get su- submit myself as a, as a test subject. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if the average guy can even achieve this. So, I mean, fortunately there yeah, are shortcuts.
1: Unfortunately, we'll never know. We'll never know <laughs> <for sure. laughs>
2: but luckily there, there are shortcuts. Um, and by way of uh, a Charlie Virgo t-shirt, which sadly uh, we we are bad at, e-commerce so it's not available online but only at the shows
0: now sean that that was where i was gonna go with this i, I thought
1: I, I didn't see that whole thing becoming a plug for, for t-shirt sales it's pretty good it was pretty, <laughs> well, i feel like you, you went the long way but you got there
2: <laughs> it's the only way to you know to really harness that energy in an easy way um so but if you you know we we play live rarely so Sorry kids. Uh, you know, hopefully you can well, make you gotta, it to a show. But if not, you know. You gotta
0: be responsible with the distribution, Sean.
2: Yeah. But but quit masturbating, guys. I mean, for God's sake, you'll grow hair on your palms.
0: <laughs> did you did you ever get told that? <laughs> I feel like that's something a Christian parent would definitely tell their child. Oh yeah, well, yeah, I'm for sure, sure, no doubt. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Um they'd even, yeah, like, man, I, they'd even hire an actor to come in, like just put a tape a bunch of <laughs> It's like animal hair. You see what yeah, to me. I do?
2: Wolf I, palms. <laughs> Wolf palms. Uh, uh, that's like this this is like Wolf the, Palms
0: Jones, my friend. It's like the guy on Arrested Development with the missing arm, and he's like, "That's why you always leave a note." <laughs> that's
2: right. Yes. Oh man. Uh, for my mistakes.
0: Yeah, Sean. I uh, I was I was gonna say the t shirt uh the t shirt thing would be the would be the way to go for that, <laughs> but. Um, you do have to be responsible with distribution. So I feel like that's why you guys, you, you play live uh rarely so that you're not inundating the world with this just raw force. You know, It you could gotta, be tumultuous. You know, you got to dole it out little by little. So, yeah, no
2: yeah.
0: doubt. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard stories about those t-shirts. They seem uh amazing and dangerous all at the same time.
2: <laughs> so you got to be careful.
0: <laughs> um, Okay. I th- uh I okay, I do have a couple more questions for you. Um one of them being so like <clears throat> I love the I love the music that you guys make. I love the like the sound and everything. One of the most important things to me though, uh I don't know if it's just my personality or like the fact that I also play music. I love the lyrics as well. So, I'm wondering um what are <laughs> What are some of the what are some of the the motivations and the inspirations behind like some of the lyrics that you guys write? Do you, or, or I guess I should ask? Do you write all of it, or is it kind of a collab?
2: Um, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, Sean Lindsay, my drummer, he he helps kind of like I'll run something by him, and you know sometimes i will be like, eh, I don't think that's coming off the way you think it is, you know. Okay. So he's good to to kind of run things off of. But I always just keep like a running list of. Anytime something occurs to me that, that feels lyrical, you know, if it's something I'm reading and that inspires something or, or even just like a lyrical phrase within a book that um, or maybe you can like replace one word and then it would and then it would rhyme and get across like a point that uh, is hard to make in conversation mm-hmm. and goes well with a certain uh, musical feel. Then I've always just got like a running list and I'll just kind of leaf through it. See what fits in a particular song idea, because it usually starts out with a musical idea, like a guitar riff, um, a chord progression that's kind of interesting, and then yeah. just see where that's where interesting. Those things fit
1: because for me and Josh will tell you this: like a lot, most artists start when they want to write a song they start writing they start with the lyrics you know that's that's first and then of course you you build music around it that's how it usually goes that's normally how it goes Josh actually um years ago like our friendship when it was just getting started he had lyrics written like beautiful lyrics great great songs but there there had never been music given to it so he gave it to me once he found out I played the keys and was like hey man any chance you can try to compose you know put something together and um, my wife and my sister was living with me at the time, actually in Maryville. Yeah. Um, we were living up there. And I sat down one night, and I was reading these lyrics of this song. And um, you know, it's got like a really dark verse, and then a kind of a more uplifting chorus. So I kind of minored the verse a little bit and messed with it. It only took like maybe an hour and a half, two hours. By the end, we were playing it and singing it, and the coolest thing is to take his lyrics and my composition and that week we were walking around the apartment singing that song like it was stuck in our head and that's yeah. such a that was such a cool eye-opening moment for me i've never written i had never written um music to someone else's words before that was the first time that happened and even still like that song like if it was produced right it's a pretty solid sound i mean i don't know if josh feels that way yeah, we're, gonna, his, we're gonna come back to it Oh, are we really okay? Right so, so yeah. let me go. The point I'm making with that, though, is that's traditionally um, anything I've ever written. I've started with the music, like the music inspires the the lyrics for me. It's just how I am. I'll play a riff on the keys. I'll do you know. I'll do something that I'll think. You know what? You know. I, I don't know. I don't know how. To, it's kind of a hard thing to express. But I'll hear it, and then these lyrics will pop, or this feeling will pop in my head. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know if that's. It's not conventional, but that's for me. Now my uncle, he's, he's a musician, he's really good, he's written a ton of music, uh, he does what you just said, he's got his notes on his phone are just full of just lyrics, things he thinks of driving down the road, um, thoughts, incomplete thoughts, they don't necessarily rhyme but it's just full, and he said he'll go through those notes when he needs a little extra inspiration and he can kind of take the skeleton of an idea of a song and kind of fill it with the meats of those notes, Yeah, kind of cool
2: yeah i guess everyone has their own way I, I don't know i was talking to a friend who played uh locally um at one point and uh, i liked his songs but i always kind of felt like they were just like almost there you know like a little contrived and i was talking to him one night and uh we were talking about songwriting i was like you know what's your process like and he was like man he's like when i get a song i gotta finish it that night you know like it's gotta be done and i was like Oh well, yep, sounds just like that. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, that, yeah, so that's a where little that contrived. Comes from.
0: Yeah, uh, Sean, it? it's it's funny that you say it, like that's your process. I like I I think I've said this to Tyler before, but like I have a running like notes document like on my phone. Yeah, and I do kind of the same thing. Like I'll I'll have like a phrase in my mind, or even just like an idea, like a like a premise, um, and I'll like I'll type it in and just kind of leave it for a little bit and then if I'm going to go into like a writing session, I'll pull that up and like, see what kind of interests me of all the things that I've like written down and try to go from there. But for me, it usually does start from like a lyric instead of a, like a musical place. But
2: yeah, maybe it's just a, like it's a individual like process preference thing or something. But yeah, yeah, certainly, you know, everyone's mind works differently. And yeah,
0: half of my process is, uh, almost exactly the same. um, well, cool, man. Uh, what's do you, like, is there when people talk to you about your music <clears throat> and they're, like, asking questions and, you know, like some of it's good questions, some of them are not good questions, what's a question that you wish that people would ask you about your music
2: mm. or that you hope
0: people ask you about your music? Uh,
2: that, that is an interesting question. Um, I don't, I don't I've never, I've, never, I've never had that thought before. <laughs> like, Man, I wish they would just ask this. Um,
0: or I guess I, the point of that question is like, what's, what's something about your music or about all of that that you really enjoy talking about or that's important to you that maybe you don't get a chance to talk about much? Or...
2: Um, I mean, just, uh, I guess, you, you know, like the life experiences that that come into it um that's where where the energy comes from and so my son just came in he's he's trying to oh, no watch uh he's just lurking in the background honestly. <laughs> i just gasped on the
1: podcast i spilled my wife's car went. <laughs> so that's that's gonna happen uh, so we've got, we've got, we were just funny that this came up, that came up simultaneously because we were just talking about how balancing a family and a podcast you think is not that difficult, but man, it, what was the word you used, Sean? A logistical nightmare?
2: Yes. <laughs> As any family situation. Yeah. I mean, think about the cast of characters you've got involved. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you got two, two adults who, you know, it, it, I don't know about you, Tyler, but. Most of the time, I feel like a kid myself, you know. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, trying to like herd, uh, you know, one one guy that can you know barely say a couple of phrases, and <laughs> another one who has no filter at all, and certainly his own ideas as to how the day should go, however <laughs> wild they may be. Um, and then we're all trying to go get groceries or something you know it's <laughs> it's funny you kind of set it up it's like to a get up you door. kind of set it up like a pitch for a tv
1: show <laughs> but it's, it really is what every day feels like i've got a yeah, uh, no my daughter will be three in october and then my son was just born a few weeks ago well i say a few weeks he'll be a month old next week yeah
2: congratulations thank man. you but anyway so you any sleep these days or? no not a lot yeah it's <laughs> a good
1: question Never but anyways times. yeah that's that's so funny it's exactly how it feels and then yeah i feel like i'm you know I, sometimes i feel like my wife's actually just Kind of just getting stuff done, and I'm, she's taking care of the three kids. Because I will get down on their level so much. Like Harper will be like, "More crackers!" I'll be like, "Yeah, more crackers!" <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I just feel, <laughs> yes, like, I just feel like sometimes I'm like, I, I probably should, I probably should con- contribute more. But should be mm-hmm over there in the corner. <laughs> um, but uh, but obviously, I'm only saying all of this because she's in the room. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm actually a great help No, I, I, But it is funny, it does feel like It kind of is very sitcom in how day-to-day life feels
2: Yeah, I'm on a conference call this one time um, I had to work remotely, it was a snow day, a rare snow day down here And uh, I got to work remotely, I got this big call We're on there for like two hours I've got my um, two-year-old, he wasn't quite even two at the time and he just like he could sense that it was, you know, that I was uh, that I was uh, that I couldn't, you know, do anything that I was encumbered, you know, by this call. And so he starts up just getting loud. And I mean, the only thing I could do was just feed him candy. And, you know, and just like <laughs> as soon as every time he start up, he just kind of with his hand out, you know, like uh, <laughs> keep it coming. You know, he had me. And in that moment, in and in that, that moment, moment,
1: you know, you're like, I'm not, I'm not a good father right now. And I don't care. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have another just necessity. Have another piece. Have you, yeah. you, you know, the, that viral video clip of the guy doing the, uh, <laughs> the guy doing that interview on TV and, uh, the kids come in and the wife comes oh, running yeah. in and grabs like, him and pulls him out.
0: CNN or BBC or one of yeah, the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I watched that video. I'm just like, why is this viral? That's just everyday life. Why is this? Why is this news? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Single people, or 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 kids, or people exactly. without kids, are just like that's so crazy. Yeah, Look they're sharing
1: that. it. It's got like millions of views, and all the people with kids are just yeah, like, "Yeah, see, Why? that's I that's don't the difference what's the funny, between us." What's that? funny? Because I video. watched
0: it and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Everybody with kids is like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah,
2: yeah, I was I was thinking about you, Josh, when you were talking about uh you and Cecilia. You know, you guys are newly married, and you're like, "Yeah, we went and saw a movie, and then we." Like let's grab some dessert, you know, just on a whim. Like those <laughs> those types of things, enjoy them while you can, my friend. I don't um, know if you guys plan on having kids, but man, we, I, I, your
1: your whim your whims we, are your whims are numbered, my friend. <laughs> we
0: we do well, plan saying. on having kids. Um, if I had my way, we'd we would have them now. Like I I've got baby fever so bad, but like she's the one that's like she's got a hand on her shoulders and she's like, no, we gotta wait. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I feel like all of this is probably why she's like wanting to hold off a little bit because I'm also a kid. So then she would just end up taking care of, of two kids. <laughs> Casey, of two. Um,
1: Casey calls herself Harper's little snack bitch.
0: <laughs> she's actually she's
1: actually for both of them. She's, she's still breastfeeding, so I told her that the other day. Like you're kind of like a your snack bitch times two. Yeah, you have to provide the food for one. Like, like personally, out of your butt, you know, and then while you're while you're doing that, you have a toddler who's asking
2: you to feed her more. Things. Bring me a snack, woman. Bring yeah. me a snack. And then, like,
1: yeah, earlier this morning, I gave her a hard boiled egg, and she dropped some yolk on the floor, and she looks at me, she's like, clean it. So I, got my, I literally, like, I didn't even hesitate. I, I grabbed a paper towel. I got on my hands and knees and started wiping the floor, and I was like, I'm I'm not, like, what do I call myself? I said, I'm her, I'm her slave and her snack, bitch. She, like, looked at me and goes, clean it. Oh, yes, man. I was man. like, <laughs> okay. I'll get right on that.
0: So that's just life. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, st- even though, even though all that, I still want to have kids so bad.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're great. I, know, it. great. I wouldn't in trade itself, it. I
1: wouldn't trade it. I'm just letting you know, going to the movie and grabbing dessert. I don't, I, and I'm not, this sounds so cliche cause married people, or I shouldn't, you know, parents always say this stuff and there's movies about, you know, how it's so tough. Like you go on a date and it's like the first date you've had in a year or whatever. But I don't, I don't know that we're ever going to get to do that again. <laughs> at least not for 18 years or so (laughs) no i mean uh, once they're a little older you get sitters and stuff like that but it definitely changes because even then it's all you think about you you can't and and i mean sean you'll be able to relate even if you do break away it's like oh we need to check on the kids i wonder if they're in bed yet i wonder if they're you know what what," it's still you're you're not cam you never have true freedom you know it's not a thing
2: (laughs) yeah sean i was Casey, just waiting for you casey's to be like, like no i don't care about my case, casey's I'll traumatized <laughs> she's like over here
1: she's like shaking her head like just staring in the distance <laughs> what have we done oh man
2: now both are great both are great so you just gotta savor every moment of it i yep. think you know? just
0: live in the in the moment that i'm in i that's guess right yeah. that's the idea uh
1: and get really comfortable watching super corny cartoons i mean once you <laughs> oh, i'm already them. there Okay, good. Once you embrace that, once you get to a point where you can be truly entertained by these cartoons, even after yeah. you've already seen them 138 times. Already there. Once you get to that point, you're going to enjoy life so much more. Already there.
0: <laughs> it's it's funny you say that. I was I was just talking to somebody and I was talking about how Cecilia and I get more excited for like a movie like Sing or Trolls when yeah. it comes out or Zootopia than we do for like these big budget like action or like thriller movies yeah, or Casey whatever. Yeah, Casey and I kind of like that. And the guy I was talking to, he was like, oh, he was like, you're a, he's like, you're a dad without kids right now. Like,
2: <laughs> he was like, you, you get excited about kids
0: movies and you don't even have kids. I was like, yeah, I just, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I just, I, I get really excited for like a movie like Sing. Well, then, do,
2: do yeah. one of your friends with kids a huge favor and say, Hey, can I take your, uh, <laughs> your child to the movie? Give you a little, uh, you know. You can go watch a relaxing time. You can go watch a, a grown up time. movie, and uh, you go have a drink, and <laughs> we'll go watch sing.
0: I I may do that because I I feel like people frown on just grown men going to a kids movie by himself.
2: I feel like <laughs> we've got a we got one of those theaters where they serve alcohol, and we're going in to watch uh, some kids movie, you know, and uh, like yeah, uh, get their candy, whatever, and yeah, let me grab a pale ale. And they're like, "Oh, sorry, no, we don't have any alcohol for the kids' movies." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? That's where what? you need it the most." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is kind of weird.
0: What are they afraid you're going to like pour some in your kid's sippy cup or something? And then
2: I guess so. okay. How do the... put them? But I don't it's perfectly
1: know. fine to bring your like five-year-old to a PG-13 R-rated movie. <laughs> yeah, drink whatever you want. But if you're going kids, to watch a kids, kids movie for their sake, to... you're not allowed to have anything alcohol. Yeah, I don't get That's, it. Don't That's get double it. fucking people. standard. I don't like
2: it. (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, well, good thing I smoked a blunt before I came here. I'd have to watch this thing completely sober." (laughs)
0: Good (laughs) thing I packed a flash. Good day to you, sir. (laughs) That's you just dropped that that out loud. I'm sorry. Uh, All right, Sean, I'm so happy that you uh, that you were able to join us, man.
2: That was a blast, guys.
0: Yeah, this was fun. Is there is there anything else that you want to talk about? Anything? uh that we didn't cover that you just you're like man i gotta get this out there
2: oh no no not at all we covered it all (laughs) yeah well look perfect
1: i I will go ahead and put this on the record now too i'm sure we'll we'll have a volume two i'm sure we'll have you back if you would like to come back i would love i would love to have you back because i feel like we you know as as an artist and and just an interesting person as a whole you know in an hour's time you're not going to be able to pick someone's brain the way that you really want to so it'd be cool to have you back in the future, I'm sure Josh concurs.
0: Well, I've actually got a one a one uh, guest spot limit uh, for people. So Dude, he's going to know you're lying. He knows you got a limit. Was the... Oh, that's right. We've had people on multiple times. Okay, <laughs> like, fine. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they get caught in your lie. Oh, I would.
1: I'd love to, but um, I just have. To... We've we've
0: actually got a rule. I have to, you know, got to apply it across the board. No, yeah, if uh, yeah, if, if you want to come back, Sean, we'd love to have you sometime. Uh, yeah, whenever you've got time whenever you can work out the uh the logistics of a of a family <laughs> to, to do yeah, it sure thing um all right well listeners if you uh if you didn't catch it um you should listen to charlie virgo spelled probably exactly how you're thinking uh c-h-a-r-l-i-e virgo v-i-r-g-o are you impressed i can spell yeah very I, impressive flawlessly i did it i didn't even mess up once uh check out Charlie Virgo. They are on Spotify. You guys on iTunes too? Yes. Yeah. iTunes, any other platforms or,
2: um, or That's a big two, right? Spotify, Apple Music, I mean Cool. We're um, not on Pandora. Does anyone still listen to Pandora? I don't you guys do that?
0: Only lame people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and my wife's dentist office that she works at.
2: Yeah, it's so hard to capture like uh you know, the computer algorithms that they do for these things. They just can't match like a hu- the human element right. of picking songs that go together, yeah. right? Because uh, what are they going? They're going off of like purchases, I guess, or maybe surveys, feedback. There used to be a show on um, the station out of LA, Indy One Hundred Three which I don't think exists anymore. The show definitely doesn't. It was Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols had this show, and he would play like. Um, you know, some, some punk rock <laughs> tune from his era and then come right behind it with like some Curtis Mayfield or something. And it was like, <laughs> you would never hear that on a Pandora station, but that's in awesome, that though. moment, yeah. it completely works. Yeah. That's cool. So, so I miss, I miss that like human element of DJing, yeah. like handpicked music. Cause you don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I always it's love funny. to hear people's playlists, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. You know what? That's, that's one of my favorite things on Spotify is i like there's because there's public playlists people make right. playlists. That's where and I love going. finding. I love finding a new playlist on. And on as Spotify great as that is,
1: now. Spotify's Discover Weekly. I do enjoy a lot of the music
0: that they put yeah, out there for me. You. Um, yeah.
1: I enjoy a lot of the music, but to your point, it it doesn't. You'll go the the two the back to back tunes that you'll get. It definitely. It doesn't really vibe usually. Again, they're, they're like recommending songs that I like. Like, yes, I enjoy all five songs you just played, but I would never normally play them as a set. I wouldn't play those five songs back to back to back to back. If that makes sense. So, yeah, but like I, I guess it's t- not the point. But
2: yeah, like this kid um, played me uh, his playlist recently, and it was like, um, what was this? Like an Arctic Monkeys tune that I hadn't heard followed by some country artist what? doing a uh, purple rain, you know? So it's like, but it was perfect. I loved it. Yeah, you know? that's I mean, good, it was amazing.
1: It's a good, uh, little, okay. All right. So that's a great th- little eclectic mix. Spotify yeah. has this new or new ish thing called the daily mix. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it gives you like five or six choices depending on what we jo- like, what direction you want to go. So you got like happy songs, you've got Christian songs, you've got rock songs, classic rock song. And, that's kind of cool because if you have a feel, if if and it's not and it's more than just a radio station. You can kind of go through the playlist. You can tweak it. You can add, take away, and take that mix. And um anyway, so they're getting closer. They're getting yeah. closer. But but you're right. I don't. They'll never be able to capture the human element of creating a. a they'll never be able to capture the human element of creating a, a playlist true to that person's taste. It's impossible.
2: Yeah, it's like snowflakes, man. No, no two
1: people are gonna have the same two
0: playlist taste i don't think do we really know if that's true though has anybody ever looked at all the snowflakes (laughs) well josh
1: we know that there's no other charlie Virgo. (laughs) that's true that's
0: true uh yeah so listeners listen to charlie virgo um it's it's a punk a punk rock sinatra is uh, i think the best way to describe it that is that is it right i'm not messing that up okay yeah so i think that is the best way to describe it um because it's like you i feel like it's uh, you got to experience the music to really know what we're talking about. But uh it's solid solid tunes. Um, do you
1: have a uh Sean, do you have a song that you recommend people start at? Something that you say like when someone's like, "Oh, I'll check it out." What you know, what do you You know what I'm saying? I know it's I know it's a loaded question for a musician cuz you offer so many different things and so many different tunes. But is there no, one? No, where- it's easy.
2: <laughs> no, it's easy because uh you know like in the beginning we were I was trying to find our sound a little bit. Um this last EP like we we really like got it down. So, um the four songs on the Easy Target EP, it's a big pink one, you can't miss it. Um that's 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 a true representation of the sound. The other okay. songs I, I I like, but I don't know that we captured on is,
1: is that the one with Charlie's manifesto on it?
2: Uh no, that's just a single, but yeah, but uh, yeah that one's right there Okay. Too.
1: Well, and I say that because I think that's where I started with you. I think hmm. Josh I don't remember exactly how it went down, but I think that's where I started. I was like, oh man, this is a really sick sound. Like, this is a really cool tune. Um, and then of course I listened to a lot more since then. Obviously that includes your most recent EP, but I couldn't remember if that one was on there or not because I really enjoy, really enjoy that as well.
2: Yeah, that one's but, all by itself, which we're putting out another single too and then starting work on another EP. Have, right, you ever, have you ever considered doing like a covers album? Um, yeah, you know, we talked about it and we even like put together like some short lists of some things. Like one thing that's really cool with our sound, uh, uh, that we tried was a couple of Libertine's tunes because they kind of capture that, a similar vibe, you know, um, that guy's very British. But, uh, when I start to croon those numbers, like it really, it really kind of works. That's cool, man. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Well I ask that because again the way I got to see I was introduced to your live music very differently It's not like I came to a show You were singing you know Sinatra Or or Elvis or whatever You know, During the reception when you first got going Because people were eating it was light It was more of a crooner style of music And I thought that when you were doing that I'm like man this dude should have uh, You know he should have some cover albums out of him Doing some of this stuff or even taking like you said Libertines or some style of music like that And putting that Putting that element of you know, punk rock Sinatra or whatever we want to call it, on it, I would be all over that. So hey, you know you've got one listener, you've got one customer for that idea. <laughs> I don't know if that's enough support to back too. the whole.
2: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's not, nice to record more. But
1: yeah, no, it's um, to... it's cool, man. I I definitely am honored that uh, a that we got to play on the same stage as you that night. It was awesome. And b you just said. uh we got introduced i know that it was so cool for josh a, a year ago probably when he was like um talking about who he wanted somebody to play as reception he wanted it to be somebody uh in his circles you know an artist that he uh liked um i'm like thinking dude how in the world are you gonna get are you gonna land one of these guys you know we talked about it on the podcast at some point if you i i couldn't tell you where but we talked about it <laughs> at some point and yeah. um yeah, I remember him telling me like, dude, uh Charlie Virgo, this guy, I love yeah, you know, I love listening to him. I mean at the time your name was Charlie, obviously. So he's like, Oh yeah. Oh, on. I
0: never even told that story. <laughs> like,
1: good old Charlie. <laughs> oh yeah, you meant to uh, I think you meant to yeah. go into that, the email. We yeah. can wrap up we can wrap up with that. The the bottom line is the fact that he got you and you were willing to come out there and you were awesome and we had a great time, that was a good that was solid, man. It's one of those things Sometimes. you can't it's one of those memories, you know, you just keep with you forever super cool well,
2: I'll tell you what on on my side of things um that invitation actually hit me at a moment in my life that was particularly low like uh I've been uh a music teacher for a number of years, and I just kind of felt like this urge to to move in a different direction and uh mainly because I was working with uh kids it was through the boys and girls club and i was teaching them music but like the real focus was to teach them some life skills that they were missing out on in their life experience just being in like the lowest level public schools uh single parent families where their mom is usually just working you know two three jobs and and you know like they don't they come to the boys and girls club and uh we had this special music program where they could kind of rediscover themselves or rediscover their confidence i guess you'd say um by learning these instruments and uh so cool you know i still keep in touch with a lot of them and, and they've come a long way uh, lots of stories there but um in, anyway i just i had this guy was volunteering with me and i was, just had this feeling like he could take it to another level and like i should get out of his way so i did i went to this little software development boot camp and it was a whirlwind and I'm about a month out of that and wondering if I actually like made the grade on that because I wasn't working yet, you know? I mean, it was one of those places where I was like, I didn't know where the money was gonna come from or anything like that. I was actually, a friend was kind enough to hire me to do a little like construction cleanup, which I don't know if you guys have ever done any of that work, but not (laughs) very glorious. And, and so, like I'm in this building, I'm covered in dust and garbage sweat, you know um and I get this message and uh from Josh, you know it's like um, it was just such an uplifting message at that very low point hmm. in my life uh you know that it was it was big, it was big for me
0: what well, cool, awesome. uh I didn't know that, but I, like, I mean, I'm glad I could help however I helped. Uh, yeah. You yeah, just never cool. know.
1: That's pretty awesome, man.
2: I'm glad you should. Yeah.
1: Man, the best – I get into the best stuff in the outro of the podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's really cool. That's really Make cool. Make sure people listen through to the end, you know. That's yeah. right. Uh, no, that's through awesome, that weather man. report. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought uh, when I sent that message, I thought that you're – you get it a lot. I'm positive. But uh, I thought that your name was Charlie. I was just assuming – and so when I sent that message, I was like, "Hey Charlie, you don't know me, you know, blah 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 blah." Uh, and then it wasn't until a few messages later, like after we would talked a little bit, um, I think you were like, "I should just send you a, like a friend request. That's that way it's easier to stay in contact." Uh, so you did, and it was like this guy named Sean Hartman sent me a friend request, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" He
1: was like, "Delete! I don't want, I don't want this guy hogging up the this. I don't space. know I'm I'm this guy. For, I'm looking so, for Charlie's and catfish." Yeah. So then immediately,
0: <laughs> immediately, I was like, "Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry!" Like, but you were super nice about it. Never even like corrected me. I'm, I'm sure again because you get it all the time, but. Uh, I felt bad.
2: I, yeah. It's either way, you know, Charlie <laughs> Virgo's a, a big part of my personality that just doesn't work very well in most social situations. So I got to I got to put it somewhere.
0: It. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm, I'm really, really glad that you got to do this. Um, we would love to have you on again if you're, if you're ever available or interested uh, to do it. Um, but yeah, sure thing. Uh, good times. Good times. Thanks for making yeah. time for it. Um, yeah, my listeners. Uh, you're welcome. This is a free podcast and you (laughs) just got all of that for free uh so stay tuned uh rate and review the podcast review this episode share this episode with a friend uh or, or or many friends or everyone you know just copy the link and send it to everyone you know on facebook uh and twitter and all those other places and in your phone um and at work uh and are there any other places people go
2: well, if you're a hacker, maybe you could set up some sort of phishing thing where you try a Do bunch that. of passwords break in mm-hmm. and just deliver it via email. to.
1: You know, I've never if thought you, about that method. We should if you know any it. Nigerian
0: princes, uh, tell them to include it in their emails uh, as well. <laughs> um, we just really want to get the word out. So uh, thanks for listening. We're going to be... That no, was burp, sorry. Uh, we're going to be right back here, same time, same place next week. You should be here too. Until then, we'll see you later.
2: What <laughs>